0: Everybody. I'm you were like hawking a loogie. What yeah, is well,
1: I, wonder, I was getting my voice ready, like oh you know? I don't think <laughs> I don't think
2: <sighs> is one of those.
1: You don't know how I get my voice ready.
0: <laughs> Obviously.
1: <laughs> that was my bad.
0: Hi everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight, Twilight
2: phase. What
0: What's that? Fuck? What's that that you hear?
2: Um, our new revamped theme song?
0: <gasps> Did you love it, listeners? Did I you love, love it. I love
2: it. What? I think uh, it sounds so good. Adrian vibe. killed it it's so good uh adrian mooring rewrote it and replayed it and well he didn't rewrite it it's the same but cooler
1: we know how music i'm so excited
2: about it
0: yeah it's like i don't know like the podcast is a little more grown up you know a little more sophisticated now we have a patreon we're making moves
2: we're trying to improve ourselves
0: Yeah. yeah so many big announcements like, one, if you haven't – oh, a ton. If you haven't picked up the Patreon, please go do. No pressure. But if you want to contribute to the podcast financially, that would be awesome. And there are some cool perks for you. Like stickers. <gasps> the stickers got to my house, and I had so, such a busy day that I didn't even open my stickers,
2: but I'm so excited to see them. there's got them? Busy, busy exciting day guys so I wonder if,
0: if my stickers came maybe your stickers are here including
2: the fact that the stickers got to my house Wow!
0: okay I gotta check the mail okay but that's actually my second announcement which is that I did check the porch and I had packages and listeners my brand new Lilo and Stitch bike shorts came <laughs>
1: she's wearing them right now
2: that's exciting
1: right now
2: that's great you can't see them but they're red and they have um
0: tropical leaves on them they're very cute they're delightful what else is going on you know like lots of big announcements we have listener letters i mispronounced great. scooby-doo as scooby the do
2: that was really funny I, like better. I think we should read some listener mail
0: Oh, yeah. We've got yeah, a handful a of, like, really fun ones. I mean, they're all really fun, but there are a handful of them. We Some love all of your fun emails. Than others.
2: No, I think that they're all equally fun. Some of them are
1: objectively more fun than others. Okay,
0: Okay, so we have one from our friend Zoe. She's not uh, actually our friend, but she's a friend of a friend, and therefore she's our friend. And we actually should have read it last week, but I accidentally missed it in our inbox. So apologies, Zoe. She says, subject line, please sleep after a concussion and other myths and legends. (laughs) 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 Delightful. Hello, fellow rehabilitated Twihards. I have to start out with how much I adore the podcast. Oh, cute. I heard of it through a friend. Shout out to Shannon. 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 We love you. (laughs) Thanks. And miss you. We all know Shannon. She's the best. She's great. She's so good. She's so good at her job. She's such a delight to be around. She is different heights, depending on which leg she stands on. It's like a fun (laughs) leg she can show you. Uh, And she helped grow our podcast audience. So, thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. She says, anecdote. I brought a copy of Wuthering Heights to the Midnight Twilight movie premiere and thought I was the coolest and most mature person ever.
2: I Love that so deeply. Because like it. that was totally me. That was Olivia
1: like, as a twine. I
2: read all of the Jane Austen books, like freshman year of high school.
1: Oh and, like, wow, you're such was, a
0: bella.
2: So impressed with myself. I was. I was a Bella. I like to pretend that I wasn't, but
0: I totally You were a Bella through and through. And that has served you well in life. So
1: right now, especially.
0: Right now. And uh, Zoe goes on to say. Uh, she had a comment about our episode, The Sasquatch Files, specifically regarding one of our worst sentences. I forget exactly who, but someone chose a sentence that mentioned Bella coming out of the ER and Charlie being instructed to wake her up every two hours throughout the night because of her concussion. Though I am by no means a doctor, I am currently pursuing a PhD in neuroscience. All, All right, am, Zoe! Friends, sleep disturbances following traumatic brain injuries tbis whenever i tell someone i study sleep and tbi they always ask about sleeping after a concussion she repeats well i'm by no means a doctor and you should always listen to your physician i'm here to say that if you have a suspected concussion you should first contact a doctor and then please god don't do this the whole you can't sleep after a concussion myth is widely misread misinformation based on simplifying certain aspects of aftercare for brain injuries blah 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 like Okay, stay awake at first to make sure that like if your brain starts bleeding, you are aware enough to tell the symptoms. But like after that, your brain needs time and energy to heal and you need sleep to allow that to happen most effectively. She just like wanted us to know this so that we can have appreciate that it. in the future. So listeners. Congratulations on your new knowledge.
2: I I want to know if the first thing that you learn in medical school is to tell people that you're not a doctor until you're literally a doctor.
0: Probably All of the doctors doctors
2: in training I know say that, so.
1: (laughs) I have always wondered at what point, you know, in the myth of don't sleep after you've hit your head, like, when are you, when were you allowed to go to sleep? And I was like, what if you just never go back to sleep? And then you die from sleep deprivation. You would die. Yeah, you would die. I was like, both of these sound like no-win scenarios, so (laughs) I appreciate this myth bust.
0: Zoe wraps up with a really great question. She says, what other mythical creatures do you or your families believe in? My mom 100% believes in fairies as they appear in old Celtic myths, not the New Age fantasy stuff, and I am partial to the Loch Ness Monster. Much Mm -hmm. love and solidarity, Zoe. Zoe, this is awesome. Thank you so much. I will say, when I was a youngin', my cousin used to take me into the woods uh behind our grandparents' house. They own like a bunch of land to look for fairies. So there's definitely a part of me that I think would say I also believe in fairies. Aww. That's cute. Like look at like little leaves that had like fallen on top of twigs and be like, oh, it's one of their homes. Oh. And then what about well, you? So what Olivia? about you?
2: No, I asked first. You did ask first. Um, I would say that I'm one of those boring people who doesn't, like, truly believe in mythical creatures, but I'm also so fascinated by them that I just sort of, like, go along with a lot of it.
1: Right. Like, I I don't know, I I think it's, like, weird,
2: I think it's weird for my personality that I'm really into, like, crystals and tarot. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I'm sort of, like, you know, iffy on, like, I don't really think that the tarot works as in, like the universe says specific things through cards. I feel like it works by you reading things into it and interpreting your own life, like as a tool for self introspection, but Therapy I just cards. like think that it's cool and I like yeah. symbolism. So I'm into it. And then it looks the same as if I had just believed in tarot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True. I, Similarly, don't know if there's any particular creature that I, like, believe to be, like, really real. But I want mythical creatures to be real with every fiber of my being. Right. So, it's like I'm simultaneously so supportive of them, but I can't actually really say if I believe that in this world one exists. But, like, also... You know, sometimes I think giraffes are mythical creatures. So, like, <laughs> you—if we start looking at some of the animals that exist objectively, they could be
2: mythical creatures. I definitely used to think that narwhals were mythical, and it's definitely right. because I, I knew that <laughs> horses were real and that unicorns were mythical. And a narwhal is a whale, but with a horn. So I thought that a unicorn was mythical, but I don't believe in narwhals. I don't. They're real life. I have held a narwhal tusk in my hands.
0: I don't care. <laughs> Ooh, okay, look. If somebody brought you a unicorn horn, and was like, look, it's a unicorn horn. You can tell that they're real. You're holding it in your hands. You'd be like, this is obviously fake.
2: There's a narwhal horn in the room at the Met Cloisters that has the unicorn tap- tapestries in it. I just like that connection.
0: Oh, I thought you were like trying to make an argument. There's (laughs) no other point.
2: I have no argument about
1: it. So, counter question: Are there any real animals that we think are fake? (laughs) You don't
2: believe (laughs) narwhals, giraffe. No, I don't have that. I I never really believed. Like, I get that. Like, potential energy is like a thing, but I never like really believed. Potential. It does make mean, sense. Like physics? Yeah, I mean, like physics.
0: <laughs> like, if I hold something in the air and I'm like, oh, it's, well, like, it's got all this potential energy. Right, it's it like
2: if I hold this thing here and then raise it up, the thing itself gains potential energy. That's not like a thing. I mean, that it doesn't is. make any sense. It's not a real no, thing.
1: That is physics. That's, that's literally physics. physics.
0: I know, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, I love Physics business. is math, and math doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, so. I believe in math.
2: Um, I believe in all math.
1: I had an argument with my roommates the other day, who are Christian, and I sort of identify as like vaguely agnostic. And I was just like, "Yo, if Jesus died for my sins, then doesn't that mean I get unlimited sinning? I mean, you know?
2: technically, kind no. of. What did yeah. they
1: say? He died so I could sin."
2: What did they say? I
1: mean they what said was I was their, wrong.
2: What what was their <laughs> theological answer? Okay, but that's one of the problems. Like right. if you can confess and get what, what uh, whatever pardoned, what's that word? <laughs> you can get forgiven run. for anything and you can do any sin as long as you no, repent.
0: Because your one your confession when you repent, it has to be like sincere. You can't just be like sorry, and then you're like forgiven. <laughs> that's not how it works. Okay, but, but that's just one thing. One, Jesus died for your sins, but actually, that's erasing like original sin. So, like the idea was like we were all born with this original sin because of Adam and Eve and the apple. Jesus, Jesus only died, died for that one. This is Twilight related. Yeah, that's and I created know. like a blank slate. That way, when you're born, you don't already have the sin, like, on your soul. Who the fuck gave Jesus the
1: power to give everyone a blank slate?
0: God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought Jesus died for all of them. All the sins.
1: I thought, yeah, it was just all
2: sins. Just original sin?
0: I don't think so. Listen, if you're Christian, write in. (laughs) I'm not Christian. I just went to Catholic school. (laughs) <laughs> um i'm also not
2: christian but i did take one class in high school called the bible is literature and i learned a lot so
1: i mean i technically grew up catholic but i uh, <laughs> really took none of it in so
0: if Stephanie meyer ever listens to our podcast <laughs> i hope so, because of the sentence i'm about to say which is the bible is like kind of cool like have you read genesis like <laughs> There's a lot in of cool film, bits. Like everything ever happens. That's dope. There's a lot
2: of cool bits. Yeah. And there's a lot of long, boring bits. And there's a lot of confusing parts.
0: Okay. When we're done with Twilight. Twilight <laughs> we're doing that. the Bible.
1: We're doing the Bible. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I'm going to read the next letter. It's from Mackenzie. Mackenzie, thank you so much for writing in. Your email is delightful and long. So I'm going to summarize. My name is Mackenzie. I'm 15. Oh, thank you. Youth. A youth. I found the podcast last year when I needed something to listen to before school. Mackenzie, when does your school start? How early do you get there? Let us know. Because yeah. remember guys, it was like a whole conversation we had a
2: conversation. We did have a whole conversation
0: And then Mackenzie tries to rip Our group's dynamic apart She says, <gasps> please don't be mad Because I like all of you the same But I really enjoy Melissa's enthusiasm yeah!
2: Okay, so here's the thing That's the only way that email could have gone That it wouldn't have ripped us apart So unfortunately for me and Maya You're only allowed to tell us If Melissa is your favorite Because otherwise we'll all
0: be marked. Yeah, if someone else is your favorite, Melissa will tell us.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying we didn't even have to tell her that and she said it.
0: That means that it's real. I'm really her favorite. I mean, yeah, I believe her that you're her favorite. <laughs> this is not like all us the same. Your enthusiasm no. is your favorite.
1: Okay, well. Okay,
0: well later we'll do a best sense worst ends of Mackenzie's email. So. <laughs> I'm only 15, but I've been a part of the Twilight world since I was eight. Holy crap. Wow. Campfires. So scrolling down, she has some fun notes. She says, I think if Bella was as dramatic as her boyfriend, New Moon would have never happened. Imagine if when Edward said, don't do anything reckless, Bella just looked at Edward and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like It is funniest thing i've ever thought of bella in the forest edward's like take care of yourself and she's like i won't and, and they just, just like nope in and she's like no <laughs>
1: and just like i don't know jumps off a cliff
0: but like that while edward's still there
1: in all the scenarios of like how new moon could not have happened like there's so many and it just never occurred to me that bella being like bitch tell uh-huh. me what to do <laughs> i oh, love
0: Hilarious. That. i love that <laughs> Um, and then down at the bottom, I love this. Also, Mackenzie, thank you for bolding different sections. Makes oh, really yeah, it really easy. That. Great stylistically. She says, also, how cool would it be if at the end of Breaking Dawn we got to see the Cullens walking into the cafeteria, but now Edward has Bella and Jake's mind. So the whole family would be complete. I never <laughs> thought about like what are they gonna do? you
2: never I- thought about this? Some of my favorite no. Tumblr posts are like imagining Renesmee sitting in high school and like what? people talking shit about her mom and then her like turning around and looking at Bella, which implies that they would all go to high school again, which I would say is stupid, except they're stupid for being there in the first place to so right. fucking do it again.
0: Yeah, it's oh. like they probably will all go to high school because that's what they're doing anyway. So they're going to go to like, high school with their daughter? What? Right.
2: And then, like, they couldn't, obviously, they can't say that that's their daughter. So, like, what do you say? That she's your sister? And then, like, Jacob's Oh, my God. One, Edward her. would be like,
1: able to read all the pubescent boy's thoughts about his daughter. Gross. He can
2: read Mays. Can you imagine your father being able to read your mind? That's, like, oh. worst case scenario. Oh. Okay, but I'm also gonna
1: when this scenario was listed in the email, I pictured them walking into high school like with baby red Nesme. And I was like, no. why would they go with high school
0: and
2: no. like, written a baby?
0: Like she's growing too fast. <laughs> <No. bad. Wow. laughs> like by the end of her being done, she like, looks like what? Like an eight year old already? Yeah,
2: she's like eight already okay. at the end of the I book. Barely an eight year old and like a baby orange? Yeah, and then there's the whole thing about how she. Jacob stops aging until Renesmee is a convenient age.
0: Look, that's not going to happen. Jacob is not going to high school over and over again. No, in-
2: that's true. He's like- not, he's a dumbass in many ways, but he wouldn't be that
0: particular dumbass. Yeah. He'd be like, 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 why do you guys keep going here?
2: Let's just, <laughs> like, like, not do that.
0: If you want to tell them I'm related to you, fine, whatever, but just say I dropped out. Like... <laughs> Jacob's not doing that.
2: Thanks, Mackenzie. Yeah.
0: You're amazing. You're
2: Great email. You're my favorite.
0: Um, and then we have another email from Audrey. Audrey, thank you for writing hey. again. She's excited for Midnight Sun, so she was just rereading New Moon. I love both the books and enjoy the movies too, but I really wish the movies included some of the scenes from the book. For example, when Alice came back to Fork, she asked Charlie how bad it was when the Cullens left, and Charlie describes what happened, and I thought he did really well with this. Personally, I think the scene would have been great for New Moon. It would have Charlie and Alice sitting in the kitchen talking about what happened, and maybe the movie show a little more of like what happens when Charlie talks about it. I'm not sure if it's just me, but I love sharing my ideas with all of you. Audrey, we love hearing your ideas. I would have loved to see that in the movie. Because I love feelings talk. And so I just would have really enjoyed that too. Great idea. Um, as someone who
1: hasn't seen New Moon, I really am disappointed to hear that that's not in the movie.
2: TBH, I did watch the movies and I don't remember them. So we're definitely going to have to do a re-watch of slash or first a watch, watch for Melissa. <laughs> Of the movies, we did. Melissa came to watch mm-hmm. uh, the first movie with us last year. We had a blast. That movie is. Did wild. we
1: do an episode for that? I don't remember. No,
2: that was when we had invented the podcast and recorded one episode, maybe, and then spent a whole year <laughs> not recording this podcast. Right, right.
1: Remember right, that so part. So previously, before a podcast i had not ever seen any of the twilight movies because that was in my 180 i hate twilight phase yeah and so we watched it for the first for my first time like a year ago and honestly i thought it was very entertaining um highly entertaining yeah it was very fun
2: the
0: first one's probably the best one
2: but i think for sure
0: i think that of the books also oh well yes I mean, Catherine Hardwick just, like, really had, like, the vision, and I don't know that the directors that they replaced her with, like, understood the text, you know? No,
2: it's because Catherine Hardwick did a great job, and then it was really successful, and then they fired her and hired a man. Yeah. -mm -mm. That's why they stopped. I do
1: think that they ultimately made the right decision, because, like, the first iteration of the movie was, like,
0: an MTV thing. Like, I remember... Okay, but how can you say they made the right decision what? when you haven't seen the other movies?
1: Okay, no, I mean, they made the right decision in going from MTV to Catherine Hardwick.
0: Oh, oh okay, no. I see what you're saying. Right,
1: so, like, the first iteration had, like, Bella's, like, a track star, and she was what? there was going to be, like, there was some military spy involvement or something, I don't even That's know. That's like
2: they wanted to make a vampire movie. Yeah,
1: they wanted to make And a then
2: just, like, picked Twilight and then didn't right. read it and didn't know what kind of vampire right. book.
0: Right. I feel and, like they probably it. and it's just the Hollywood thing where they're like, right. oh, like, let's change everything. Yeah. Oh, what if she right. were a track star? Oh, right. what if instead of vampires, they were spies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I do think that whoever was making the decisions there did make a very good decision
0: in not going that route. Yes. It would have been so right. easy to accept that. Listeners, if any of you know Catherine Hardwick <laughs> and could recommend that you be on our podcast, we don't have a lot of money, but I would pay like two hundred dollars to have her on the pod, which is a <laughs> jump change to her, but is a lot of money to me. So that should just like express how meaningful it would be. Help us get her on, guys. Get her Let's her have on.
2: Catherine Hardwick on.
0: All right, all right. Whose turn is it to do the recap and get a grade from Melissa? Not me. <laughs> I did last week. Yeah, it is Melissa's turn. I
1: can definitely do. We read ahead. chapter eleven, cult. Um, I will say that I got very <laughs> excited and read like five chapters. What? Um, yeah, Picking
2: I it. texted you. Do you not read it, Olivia? Yeah, I was just expressing surprise for the effect oh. on the pod. But I did read your text that you had already read ahead. You um, ruined the like Hollywood sheen that I was trying to put on the pod. Uh.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: My now the listeners are going to know about our movie magic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, So I need to uh, figure out exactly where this ends so I don't spoil anything, even though I guess we've all read it before. It's
2: not right? a spoiler. Okay, cool. You've either already read it or you never have and you're just
0: here for the laughs. If you do go over, I will. dock points. off your Holler.
1: color Noted.
0: I I will just
1: say, though, that this section really made me realize that I had not read this book that many times because I was like, oh, my God, I don't remember this. Oh, my God. It's so dramatic. I loved it. Okay, so in cult, basically, we open up and there is like an indeterminate amount of time that is passing in which she misses Jacob. He doesn't call her. And she's also very afraid of Victoria coming to kill her. So really just an angst filled time. That takes up a lot of time. I don't know how much. And suddenly, like, it occurs to her that Jake might be involved in Sam Uly's gang. Whatever that is. She assumes a lot of bad things about it. And is determined that, you know, she must save Jacob from this gang. And so she decides to just, like, go camp out in front of their house. And Jake appears. He looks different. Um, he has cut hair. He looks bigger. I don't hard. know. Hard. Hard. Hard, yes, hard. He <laughs> does hard a lot and he sounds husky. Um, <laughs> and and also sad. And sad. Oh yeah, he's his bitter eyes. He's very bitter. Um, he's just he's just a completely changed individual also very mad and very combative and honestly i don't really like him at all in this but she goes on like a little walk with him and she's like what the fuck is up jacob black and he's like yo you misunderstood sam he's cool and she's like okay that literally makes no sense i'm not at all convinced that this isn't a cult and uh jacob Loki tells her that he knows about vampires, which does not really get addressed. my one of my main points of this next chapter, FYI. And basically, he's like, yo, we can't be friends anymore. And she's like, oh, no, that makes me sad. And he, like, kind of breaks up with her, and she, like, starts to kind of go back into, like, her hole of, you know, oh, no, everyone keeps, like, ending these relationships with me, and I'm not really built for it. And then she, uh... Goes home and is very sad and cries herself to sleep.
0: Okay, so you (laughs) missed something major. What did I miss? That the chapter ends with a creepy sound, like fingernails on her window.
1: Okay, I didn't know if that happened in the next chapter. It happened in kind of both. Okay, I think it's fine that I left that off.
0: It's absolutely not. So you do miss points for that. You miss a couple points for uh, it being a little long. But overall, it was really good. So I'm going to say seven out of ten and <laughs> oh, yeah. a bonus point for the way you said his bitter eyes. So eight out of ten.
1: Okay, Holly, thank you.
0: I would
2: give you an eight, but you're like really harsh to us. So I'm just going to dock a point for that and you get a seven.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I accept. <laughs> oh, but okay, yeah, was this not an exciting chapter?
2: It was good. You get a lot of. A lot of intrigue. Um, Right at the beginning, I noted that nothing had actually changed, really, but Bella just realized that she's been in danger the whole time. (laughs) Like She didn't really become more in danger than she was previously, because nothing changed with Victoria. She just realized, like, oh, it makes sense that Victoria would be after me.
1: Isn't that how a lot of the conflict in this book is? Is I was there the whole time, and then she just kind of, like, became aware of it?
2: Decides to think about it, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, also, yeah, it's been, like, a long time. Like, where's Victoria been?
1: I mean, yeah. What has it's she been It's
2: been, like, doing? almost
0: a year. Well, she probably had to go find Laurent. Yeah. I guess. guess. Like, that, that probably Laurent. took some time. But, like, she doesn't care about him. Yeah. Well, he's doing favors for her, so she must be like, okay, I have this whole plan of how I want to carry this out. And right. for some reason, Laurent was part of it.
2: Yeah, I've never thought about this before, but it makes no sense. Because um, they all killed James, like, last April. And now it's, like, mid-spring again. Must be, like, almost a year later.
0: Almost a year, yeah. I mean, if she wanted to kill Bella that bad, she could just go to Forks and just kill Bella. I yeah. mean, but she just She it. thinks that the Collins are still... Well, the Collins
2: are gone, right. right. I guess the difference is the Collins are gone now.
0: Um, time moves differently for vampires. Right. So friendly. maybe she's like, Uh, oh, I still got plenty of time to kill, Bella. It's like, <laughs> like, no biggie. Wait, true. Speaking of Olivia's point that Bella is just as in danger as she was before, but now she's realizing it. One of my pet peeves in books is when a character is like, and then it hit me. And they like the tell blue. you the revelation. And right. it's like, <laughs> oh my God. But Stephanie Meyer avoided the and then it hit me in like a really artful way that impressed me really i didn't know yeah that. aren't you surprised so <laughs> she's driving and she's like i wasn't paying attention to the familiar road letting the sound of the engine dead in my brain and silence the worries when my subconscious delivered a verdict it must have been working on for some time without my knowledge so instead of and then it's it like hit me a little she's bit like, of a cop-out
2: but it's oh, like yeah. better than it could have been
0: Right. Oh, she does I say, hit
1: me out of the blue. I hate, hit me out of the blue. It's like, better like, than out of the don't need blue.
2: That. Also, she is generally pretty good at having characters, like, think through some facts and arrive at a logical conclusion, yeah. which some people really suck at. Like, we definitely talked about it when Bella, like, decides something about the motorcycles. And she kind of, like, puts two and two
0: together and, like, right. Oh, we were talking about everybody. her, like, breaking her contract with Edward. Oh, right, She's yeah. like, Okay, he made, we like made this promise to each other, but he never really, he didn't make a promise that was possible to keep. So why should I keep my promise? Therefore, it's wrong of me to keep my promise. So what would not keeping my promise look like? It would look like doing something dangerous. I'm reckless. (laughs) It was great. But I think that this is also really successful. Instead of like, it hit me. She's like, my subconscious uh, was clearly turning okay. this over. And I just didn't realize until this but moment. But she
1: does say it hit me in the sentence above it. Since Friday oh. afternoon, as I drove home from school, it hit me out of the blue.
0: Uh, you're right. But if <laughs> so she, she just she took that out. she uses
1: both. I know. She just doesn't need that.
0: Anyway, her realization is that clearly what's going on with Jacob is related to E. And she says... Holy crow. I knew exactly so <laughs> what was going on with Jacob. It was Sam Yule. Even my nightmares had been trying to tell me that. And again, she just doesn't question why her, like, nightmares yeah. have this knowledge that her conscious mind doesn't have. Yes. Right.
1: Like, yeah,
2: that happens to everyone, Bella. No. Doesn't
1: make it really any doesn't. sense.
2: Like, you yeah, like, Sam Yule is not in her... Life, like the right didn't did he get added to her nightmares before Jacob started talking about how creepy he was, or was it because of that? Maybe
1: it was no, exactly, that. He, he was he's been in her dream since he found her.
0: Right, in the woods. Yeah. Wait, I thought he was like in the dream after he found her in the woods, but then after that it was mostly just her and the nothingness.
2: You're the one with the ebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not
0: gonna said, search like, it though. You're the one who can hey, great. search for that. <laughs>
1: Um, I did just want to really point out her use of Holy Crow and that it really stuck out to me because, you know, I guess I understand not wanting to write holy shit, but, you know, then why not just use the usual
2: holy cow? It's just like, you know, Bella has to be special. I
0: think it's kind of cute. I mean, yeah. I think it's distracting.
2: I think it's distracting.
0: (laughs) It distracted me so much in Twilight, and I think it only appears once in Twilight. They're on the road, and she realizes how fast Edward is driving back to- Oh, yeah, and she was
2: Holy Crow, you're right.
0: Like, I think about it all the time. Just like, God, it's such a weird phrase. It's a strange strange. one. If you're, like, from a location where Holy Crow is a normal thing to say, will you let us know? Maybe maybe it's, like, geographic. Maybe. To Washington? Well, it should be
2: Arizona, right? It should be Arizona, Oh, right. Where's Smire from originally?
0: Utah, know? Arizona. I don't know. Is Arizona. She's from Arizona. I know she's like I don't know if she was born in, there, but she yeah. grew up in Arizona. Who knows? Okay. Let us okay. know if you're from Arizona. I just want to know. Yeah, we just want to talk. We just want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's like, okay, so I want to go to La Push and rescue Jacob, but I'm gonna talk to Charlie first. Um <laughs> She's like, maybe whatever's going on down there is something the police should be involved in. I was like, Bella, never no! call the police. Never call the police. Like, How? She's dare you call the police on a marginalized population. What the fuck? Also, she's like, um,
2: well, that one time I saw that PBS show on deprogramming the brainwash. So like, <laughs> I can tell what's going on here, and I should call my father, the police chief. Also. He answers as Chief Swan, and just, like, the way that he talks here kind of reminded me that he's, like, in charge of things.
0: Like, right. he's not just a
2: random policeman. He's the police chief of this small town. Like, that means that he's somebody's manager. Like, there are <laughs> he, like, people can't who cook. report to him, and he makes <laughs> decisions. Doesn't clean his house. <laughs>
1: I want to I wanna just go back to that sentence where she's, like, Maybe whatever's going down on La Push. And I'm like, okay, but actually, what do you think is going down? What is going down? What do you think is going down so much that you need to call your father the the police chief?
2: She She says whatever's going on down in La Push, which is like, I get your point, but also she doesn't say going down.
1: Okay, fine.
2: Either way, what does she think is happening? I mean, she calls them a gang multiple times. She thinks it's a gang, which, like, right? But what does she think gangs (sighs) do? I don't know because all of the examples that Jacob gave to her of things that Sam did were like nice things. They were like, (laughs) he's been stopping people from selling meth to children. And they're both like, wow, what a nerd. Bella's like, stay so, away from him. I mean, obviously, I just, it's concern. It is concerning in cult like that. The guy's former friends get ostracized. Oh, right. That is an right. actual attribute of real cults yeah. that you get cut off from your former now
1: Right. I just want to know what, like, the corresponding like bad activity is.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. From Bella's perspective, it's ignoring her. <laughs> <laughs> Like
2: she's like, this is
0: suspicious. He doesn't want to hang out. Right. (laughs) And this is like a really frustrating call. They're on the phone. And at first Charlie is taking her seriously until she says Sam Mm Yuli. And he's like, Oh, Sam Yuli's great. He's He's a great kid. No, he's a man now. He's a good son.
2: <laughs> Charlie, is
0: he your son? Like, Why are you so invested? And Bill it's like, "No, dad, it's not like that. Like Jacob was scared of Sam." And Charlie's like, mm, "I mean, I'm sure Jacob is fine. He can't spend every waking minute with you." I'm like, "Wow, that is very harsh." <laughs>
1: He's literally your daughter's only friend right now, and he hasn't been around for at least a week, I'm assuming, and your daughter's been depressed. And so coming at her with, he can hang out with other people, <laughs> felt like, really unnecessary. I know,
0: right? Like, damn. And then Charlie's basically like, look, I don't really have time for this, because I don't know if you remember, but wolves are murdering people. Um, <laughs> so I kind of got to go. we know there are
1: wolves now, because you told us. Yeah, so we know that. I
0: don't know if you forgot the <laughs> crucial information you gave us, but I'm working on that. Oh, wow. That means that Bella is more of a cop in this town than Charlie <laughs> is. She did more for this investigation than any police officer. <laughs> so
2: before. true. And she's very confused because she's like, oh, Laurent must have murdered these wolves. <laughs> Yeah. Right. That's or true. she
1: thinks that the wolves should have died already. Like that they shouldn't be a problem.
2: Right. But apparently Laurent has gotten away and she's very confused about how that whole thing went down.
0: And you can't blame her. So she's like, okay, what's my plan B? So she calls Jacob's house and Billy picks up and she's like, hey, so like, do you know where Jacob is? And he's like, um, out with friends. And Bella's like trying to play it all cool and be casual. And she's like, oh Yeah. Anyone I know? Quill? But you can tell it's coming across like really pointed. And Billy's like, no. And she's like, Embry? Because Embry is in Sam's game. And Billy's like, yeah, he's with Embry. And she's like, I got him.
2: Guys, we should do mini sets that are just us acting this out. Like
0: dialogue
2: only. Just us. Radio would- space. We yeah. bring back the radio play.
0: Yeah, when we can be in person, we can just like actually film full scenes. I mean, it'd be funnier if that. we just
2: did it separate.
0: Yeah, I I'm down for anything.
1: Love that I don't know. Billy apparently cares as much about telling truths to a teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, I'm Billy's into a it. good man. Yeah, he's a good person.
0: Yeah, I'll he's in too. a hard position here. Like, it's not his secret to tell.
1: (laughs) But he will be very truthful about uh, who his son is hanging out with.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: The werewolf thing, he's gonna keep under wraps.
0: For sure. So Bella is like, "All right, nothing to do but just go sit outside his house. So she's driving (laughs) to La Cush and she sees Quill on the side of the road and picks him up, gives him a ride home. And they just like, kind of talk a little more about how weird Sam's gang is. And she's like, what do you think it is? Like, drugs and Quill's like I don't know like do we think Jacob and Embry would be doing drugs like I don't know really but I don't want to be next and And Quill's like he says um,
2: you know he's very aware that the old people aren't worried like all of his elders and like the people in charge of the tribe all of them are like cool Sam's right (laughs) now great and then yeah and he's he's just over here like what's happening
0: (laughs) Maybe if anyone could make this make sense that would be really nice you think they would come up with a cover or something right they, they made they made
2: no attempt to right? like
1: like he's a he's a boy Scout leader I don't know
2: <laughs> yeah but then I mean, they'd be like well can I be in the Boy Scouts and they'd be like no nah, you can't <laughs> Not
0: yet. but if something weird happens to your body then actually you can so <laughs> let us know if anything happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay do you guys remember how the werewolves when they're in werewolf form can like read each other's minds yes
1: yeah I remember that because I read it in one of the chapters that I shouldn't have read um,
0: okay imagine if you're a werewolf and then somebody transforms for the first time so you're just like running and then suddenly there's this voice in your head like what the fuck what's going on oh, i ginormous <laughs> <laughs> they that's can hear you being like ooh calm down
1: <laughs> Jacob says that's basically what happens
0: <laughs> oh my god and then they're like oh there's another one <laughs> guess we should uh, run by their house pick them up <laughs> this would truly so, be terrifying Bella parks outside the house and is only there for like half a second before Jacob comes out so he was clearly at home the whole <laughs> time and Jacob says, "What are you doing here, Bella?" Jacob growled. I was like, oh. Oh, "Growled." It's pulling. <laughs> it's weight in this sentence. Excellent word choice. And then yeah, Melissa really hit the nail on the head in her recap like Jacob just sucks now. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> he's for really unclear. He's reasons. really upset. He seems very angry. I believe Maya referenced this line much earlier in the pod. She says it was like her son had imploded. Son mm-hmm. like the shining son not like
0: the child. <laughs> like her child <laughs> there was a darkness in Jacob now like my son had imploded. Cuz before he was all shiny and wonderful and now he's like this that dark lasted
2: pit. eight chapters. Right. Thanks.
0: Um, and then they like oh, look his hair's over Oh yeah his hair's, his hair's gone. Yeah. All of them
2: have like short cropped hair. Do we
1: ever get explained why they all cut their hair? Like
2: I don't I'm know. pretty I... sure if they have long hair and then they turn into a wolf, they're like a shaggy sheep dog wolf.
0: <laughs> That's what I remember. Which is the
2: stupidest werewolf mythology I've ever heard because you have hair right. all over your body and there's no reason why your head hair would be what your right. dog hair whatever. They all have <laughs> cropped hair and they're all really mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like they're all so it's mad. convenient that it's head hair. But, like, what if it were, like, oh, yeah, if your armpit hair gets really long, then you're really hairy. I love that. And then, okay, so Bella looks over and, like, sees the rest of the gang and is, like, oh, man, I, like, wish I were scary. I wish I could intimidate them. And then it's Olivia's whole Mm. thing about what Bella Mm -hmm. really wants deep down. Mm -hmm. She says, I wanted to be a vampire. This
1: next paragraph, I would argue, is the most important paragraph of, like, the whole book.
2: Wow. <gasps> do you want to read I it? I do think this is the first time that Bella has said that she wants to be a vampire, independent of other things. Right. I agree. Okay, go ahead, okay. Melissa. i read
0: it.
1: But Okay, so I'm going to read it. The violent desire caught me off guard and knocked the wind out of me. It was the most forbidden of all wishes, even when I only wished it for malicious reason like this, to gain an advantage over an enemy, because it was the most painful. That future was lost to me forever, had never really been within my grasp. I scrambled to gain control of myself while the hole in my chest ached hollowly. Okay, I argue that this is the most important paragraph of the whole book, because we are getting here that it was like the most forbidden of all her wishes. One that she didn't even let herself think about because it was the most painful. Like even out of all of these painful memories about losing Edward, the most painful was losing the idea of being a vampire. Right. I, I was,
2: I was shook. I was shook. Well, does it actually say
0: that that's the most painful or just most forbidden? The most forbidden of
2: all wishes because it was the most painful, which means both the most forbidden and most painful wish is to be a vampire, not to be with Edward. Damn. Yeah. What? I know. She has never conveyed this, ever. Never,
0: ever. Another reason this is so massive is because in like Stephanie Meyer's mythology, the forbidden is so powerful mm, and important. Right. Like, true. Her whole relationship with Edward is forbidden. She is forbidden to share this secret that vampires exist. And once she's a vampire, she's extra forbidden to share this <laughs> secret. Sex is vampires. forbidden. Sex is forbidden. Even like Kissing with their mouths open a little is forbidden. A little
2: too dangerous.
0: Too yeah. dangerous. Yeah. And so
1: when we had originally talked about this a couple episodes ago, right? I did not think that Bella was in this place in particular, but this paragraph changes everything. Like right. I equated it to moving to Colorado, but actually moving <laughs> to Colorado is her real dream.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she would die to be in Colorado.
0: Yeah, it has nothing to do with Edward. Like Bella, Colorado is within so, your grasp. <laughs> so
2: surprising, right? So like this is where it's like, okay, you do know some other vampires, right?
0: In fact, you probably should have started like I don't know arguing with Laurent. Like, hey, okay, um, hey. just a quick idea for you. What if instead of murdering me, you drank a little of my blood,
2: and, and then
0: together I give you whatever it might be that you want? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is what you want so much, that was kind of your opportunity. And now he's murdered by wolves. So Wait, now I just
1: want to read, like, a fanfic where someone else turned Bella into a vampire that wasn't Edward. And so, really, Edward leaving was completely pointless and she became a vampire anyway. I want to read that.
2: That's what I said. That's definitely Um, what I said. I was like, wouldn't this book be so much cooler if she went off and became a vampire without Edward? And I swear both of you were like, I don't remember that.
0: I don't think so. No, I think oh. I said, yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> I believe you, Maya. <laughs> I don't remember that, so. Um, that really was about.
2: definitely the point where you were like, "No, nah, she doesn't actually care about becoming a vampire. She right. just, like, is moving with who she loves to Colorado I, and moving to Colorado as
1: I did not think that this paragraph existed.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> have bad we memories. <laughs> so, I, I'm excited to yeah. read the rest of this with this, like, new knowledge in our minds. I know. You know? Um, no so Jacob is being super rude. He's like, what do you want? She's like, I want to talk. He's like, go ahead. His glare <laughs> was vicious. Like, he's That's just why. extremely rude. Sorry, so you being they so mean. take, like, a little walk down the path. It's kind of reminiscent very to very when rude. Edward breaks up with yeah. her. Uh, and he says, let's get this over with. It's like, Jacob, damn, cool. Jesus, it's great. Right? Right? What a like, meaning. Oh. And listeners, just so you know, Jacob, like, doesn't seem to be in super great control of himself. He's, like, shaking, taking really deliberate deep breaths to kind of Mm -hmm. try to calm down. And she doesn't know why he could be so angry. It comes in later. When werewolves get mad, they change. So that's what's going on. And so dramatic. At one point, Uh, she's like, I can help you. He says, no one can help me now. (laughs)
1: And she has, like, a vision of Edward. Edward just, like, appears. Yeah. Is, like, whoa, calm him down. He needs to calm down. And this is another moment where apparently Bella's consciousness knows, her subconscious knows something that she doesn't, which is that when werewolves get angry, they turn into werewolves, even though she doesn't know that he's a werewolf yet.
0: And uh, that that transformation is, like, violent and can hurt the people uh, around them.
1: Right. Another instance that doesn't make any sense Whatever,
0: it's fine. This is apparently her non superpower, yeah. Like, what, what Stephanie Meyer? I just want to talk, <laughs> I just want you to explain this to me. And then, um, she did,
2: she did on her website, and we didn't like it.
0: <laughs> Wait, what okay, was yeah, her explanation again? Explanation doesn't it. She just sense explains everything,
2: experience. like, I don't even know how she explained this, but I bet well, she, she said did. That-
1: She knew that Edward actually loved her, so she, like, had Edward with her the whole time or whatever BS. No, but that
0: doesn't explain why Bella has, like, prophetic dreams and, like, Like, knows this is a dangerous situation with Jacob. This
2: isn't actually Edward knowing that. It's just her subconscious understanding that she's a danger.
0: No, Melissa, you're saying exactly, but this doesn't support your point.
2: Oh.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, what is it that she says exactly? I'm looking at this. Hold on. I'm quoting now on the page where Edward appears. I didn't understand why the Edward delusion was unexpectedly in my mind. Jacob was livid, but he was Jacob. There was no adrenaline, no danger. So, like, very conscious mind mm. does not see anything wrong really with the scenario besides the fact that Jacob's a jerk. Um, right. But Edward is there for some unknown reason.
0: Yeah. So, Stephanie Myers explanation for why she can hear Edward's voice is that her subconscious mind understands that Edward loved her the whole time so like he's still with her mm-hmm. but it doesn't explain why Bella subconsciously knew that this situation is dangerous because she doesn't know that Jacob is a werewolf and his transformation could hurt her Agree. Right. so Stephanie Meyer please contact me as <laughs> to why that happens and then Jacob drops a ginormal bomb. She's like, look, you have been brainwashed. Like, you're acting super weird, and it's Sam's fault. And Jacob's like, you asked for it. He growled at me, his eyes glinting hard. You know, his bitter eyes. Right. If you want to blame someone, why don't you point your finger at those filthy, reeking bloodsuckers that you love so much? (laughs) He knows what? about vampires. Like, he's What about vampires. What? My mouth fell open and my breath came out with a whoosh sound. <laughs> Good reading, Maya. She looks like a cartoon in this moment. And
2: she just is like, I don't understand who you mean. And he's like, yes, you do. She's like, uh, what are you talking about? And then he says it. He says the Collins. And she's he just- says
1: it also after saying, I don't like hurting you. And then says the colons, he said, slowly drawing out the word, scrutinizing my face. Like, bitch. so,
2: mean. He's so, so mean. mean. How did he know this? And how did it have anything to do with Sam's cult? Was it a gang of vampire haters? What was the point of forming such a society when no vampires lived in Forks anymore? She really gets to the heart of it. Like, like that. <laughs> I
1: think so she got to the heart of it way too quickly. I... I don't know how you can move past the Wow, Jacob knows and believes these and mythical butters. creatures exist.
0: <laughs> well, I mean honestly, a group of vampire haters makes a lot more sense than like the other Anything. stuff it's that r- they could come up with. The first one, <laughs> it's so mysterious. Okay, Jacob isn't on drugs. So like it's not drugs. Like what? <laughs> Left. Like, I don't know. He's right.
1: so angry and jittery right now. I would assume he was on something.
2: <laughs> okay, but I'm trying to imagine a world in which, like, I had learned that vampires were real and then they all disappeared. And then you're just, like, walking around in a world where nobody believes in vampires. If somebody referred to them as maybe being real, I would be desperate to believe that they right. also knew. Exactly. So you're it like, does oh my God. sort of make sense that she's like, oh, he knows. Well.
0: It's interesting, though, because even though Bella feels betrayed by what happened with the breakup and everything, like, betrayed, but also, like, yes, I always knew I wasn't good enough. It's, right. like, a weird combination of feelings. She still feels so loyal to them. She like, does. she doesn't say, yeah. how do you know about vampires? Right. She's <laughs> like, don't tell me you're believing that superstitious nonsense now. Like, she's yeah. still... She denies it. Girlfriend,
1: at a certain point, you're allowed to look out for yourself. Right. That bitch walked away. Talk about his secrets. I support you.
0: (laughs) I mean, if Bella did want to spill her secrets, I would support it. Because, like, again, Edward broke the contract (laughs) first. (laughs) Exactly. Bella can do whatever she wants now.
2: And then Jacob continues to be pretty confusing. Like he doesn't actually like he drops this bomb, and you would think like Bill is no bad one picks at lying. Like can't he tell that she knows? But like neither of them will admit that the other one knows, right. even though they both know they both know. And he's just like talking about like it doesn't matter anyway. The damage is. Up. She's like, what damage? Like, what are you talking about? And he just is like, there's nothing more to say. She's like, you haven't, <laughs> you said, haven't
0: anything. said anything. <laughs> It reminded me of that meme where the guy in the cloak is like, "Well, my work here is done," and like the Sailor Moon girl or whoever it is is like, "But you haven't done anything." <laughs> <laughs> he like whisks away,
2: <laughs> uh, and they're like, "Yeah, that's they get nowhere." Right. Bella's
0: yeah. like, I mean- "Okay," but they left, and he's like, "Yeah," but um, they still existed, so there are problems. And she's like, "How?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> <He's> like, what?
1: <laughs> Okay, but like the end of this argument that they have like truly is heartbreaking. Like
2: it is. (sighs) Go home, Um, Bella. I can't hang out with you anymore. The tears welled up again. Are you breaking up with me? The words were all wrong, but they were the best way I could think to phrase what I was asking. I would argue that friend breakups are totally real. And we should call it breaking up with me because maybe it would be less confusing. Sometimes friend breakups are even more confusing in romantic breakups because nobody will use the word breakup so nobody knows what's going on.
0: And so true. like when you're going through a friend breakup, there's not typically like a clean split the way there would be no. in a romantic breakup right. where it's like a before and an after. It's just like okay, there's a growing apart. There's like the texting is weird now. Did yeah. they forget to invite me to that party? Like you can't tell there's like not a clear before and after a lot It has
2: happened to me and I still don't under what understand what happened to right. me junior year of college. I have I never got any closure on that friend breakup.
0: Okay. I have a quick anecdote, which was that my junior no junior year I was abroad. My senior year of college my friend group was so dramatic and always fighting i was like what is going on and finally i realized we weren't all always fighting it was this one girl (laughs) so i'm gonna rename out of respect christy christy was always fighting with somebody and pulling everyone else into it and as soon as i realized what was happening i was like oh man Who's, who's next? I was like okay well Christy has fought with this person, this person, this person. It's not that many people left. I wonder if it's me. Like two weeks later Christy picked a fight with me and I was like <laughs> it was me. And then there was all this drama in the friend group again as Christy's like pulling people into sides and all this stuff. And as soon as I stopped hanging out with Christy but kept hanging out with everyone else, there was no more fighting.
2: Wow Christy.
0: Cool. I spent, like, six months thinking that my friend group was dramatic, but actually it was one person was stirring up trouble. Yeah. Some
1: people are bad friends.
0: Friend Some drama? Okay. Bad it's friends. okay
1: to get rid of them.
2: Friend drama is really real. It and was just... so painful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because like, it's a relationship, but we don't talk yeah. about it like it's a relationship.
0: I because I feel like there's this expectation in a romantic relationship that it is likely to end.
2: It's all yeah. or nothing, right? It's either happening or it's over.
0: Yeah, I was like, gonna, you're say gonna forever,
2: be but it's not be together
0: forever, forever or right. like you're gonna break up. But like you can stay together forever with many friends. Right? You like any friendship a has the potential to be forever,
1: or you break up completely.
0: <laughs> this comes right off the heels of Jacob being like, "Remember, Bella, I'll always be there for you. I'll never hurt <laughs> you ever in your life." So then
2: Bella is so hurt that she says, I'm sorry that I couldn't before. I wish I could change how I feel about you, Jacob. I was desperate, reaching, stretching the truth so far that it curved merely into the shape of a lie. Maybe, maybe I would change. That's so awful. She's like, you won't be friends with me. So maybe I'll pretend that I could like you romantically because I think that's the only way that you'll hang out.
1: That's so sad. Right. It reinforces all the things that we had a problem with in I
0: know. whatever the last chapter was. It's really messy. It's
1: really sad. <laughs>
0: it's hard to read. She says don't quit on me now, Jake. It's oh. like, oh, Jesus. She and looks, Jacob like, says oh, Jacob was gonna... a real Edward in this moment. Yes. Oh, yeah. His eyes were tortured. I'm not good enough to be your friend anymore. Or anything else. I'm not what I was before. I'm not good. Like, Edward's Did... whole thing is about yes. how." He is inherently wrong and bad. And Jacob is like, now that I, too, am mythical, I'm fucked up.
2: (laughs) I also wrote, like, Edward said this exact same thing.
0: Yeah. Down to, like, looking tortured. Yes, his
2: eyes were tortured is such an Edward line.
0: And I was like, he's a 16-year-old boy. And he says, I
2: know what I am. (laughs)
1: Right, at least Edward has that, but, you know, he has lived for a hundred years. So he you're actually like, does okay.
2: know
1: what he is. <laughs> right, I'm like, shit, you know, you at least got that history behind you. But, like, Jacob is legit only 16.
2: Know. Plus, he's been, a van- he's been a werewolf for, like, two days.
0: Right. What he conclusions can we draw about, like, what it means to Stephanie Meyer to be, Mythical? like, a supernatural being? Because all of her like supernatural beings that like express emotion are like, oh yeah, I'm terrible and awful and I hate myself.
2: They're very tortured but
0: about it. Also, when Bella later does transform, Bella's this like more powerful, more so beautiful, cool. yeah. superior version of herself. Mm-hmm. So, like, what can we say that Stephanie Meyer is trying to say about like the nature of humanity? Mm. I mean, oh,
2: it's all bad. Yeah, but she. She actually values humans more.
0: I feel like, like this- that's it on the surface
2: until right. Bella. Right. Until Bella transforms. Because like Edward's all worried, he thinks that he has no soul because right. he is no longer human, which is a very like sort of religious, human-centered thing. Like non-human things are monsters and are sins and monstrosities. Right. But Maya's I- right that then the end of this is that she becomes a vampire and lives forever. So that doesn't really fit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that this is going to be a developing topic. And I was about to bring this up but I actually don't know if it happens in this chapter. They don't know that he's aware, Or she doesn't know that he's a werewolf yet. Yeah. But he refers <laughs> to himself as a monster at some point. And I don't know. His saying that he's a monster just like doesn't ring nearly as true because I'm like, you don't have to like kill things in order to live
0: True. or
1: unlive you're not actually like vampires aren't even alive so like, you don't
0: even have to transform
1: I know I know so like him saying mm. he's a monster just feels way more dramatic than not whereas <laughs> Edward, like when Edward, Edward says he's a monster
2: some people
1: right exactly he actually murders people and in order to keep surviving and the world has to keep murdering something
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know that rings a lot more I don't know self-torture like painful whereas here and in the next few chapters i'm just like oh jacob yeah i know this is hard but like
0: you're okay (laughs) it's also interesting and i'm sure we'll get into this more but even though jacob is literally like a mythical monster like werewolves are monsters and he's Mm -hmm. literally a werewolf he's still in opposition to vampires which he sees as this like disgusting monstrous being and so it's like, right. okay, but if you're in opposition to this terrible thing that is a monster, then, like, you can't be that bad. You're the good, good guy. That also, makes you the good guy.
2: the werewolves are, like, you get to transform with all of your friends and you get to, like, hang out in the woods and, like, be wolves <laughs> and then hunt stuff and then talk to each other in your minds and all the people in charge of your tribe think that that's, like, cool and upholding right. the traditions. Like, sounds
0: kind of cool. Sounds, sounds way better than
1: being a vampire.
0: Way better. We do know that there is some risk to, like, the people around you. Like, right. Sure. Um, when you're um, out of control. Yeah, we'll get more into this. But Emily gets her face cut up because Sam transformed weird and hurt oh, her. Oh,
2: we'll like, get to that later. What? <laughs>
0: Lots <laughs> okay, to say about so that.
2: Anyways, Billy I... was
0: like, go home, Bella. We don't want you here anymore. Like the end of Harry and the Hendersons. That's not true. He says... Charlie called Bella. I told him you were on your way home. So Bella's riding home. In her mind, she's like, not as bad. Not as bad. Knowing that, like, this pain of this breakup with Jacob isn't as bad as the worst thing that's ever happened to her, which was losing Edward. And I just felt like that was a really relatable sentiment. Like, going through something really painful and being like, okay, but at least it's not as bad as this, as you are actively falling apart.
2: Right. (laughs) And then the chapter didn't end.
0: Yeah, it... Continued okay, you know what? There's a great point though before it ends where Bella gets home and Charlie's like, Do you really think that like something weird is going on with Sam? and Bella's like, Yeah, that's why I told you, like, <laughs> yes, because she comes home, she's like, Sam Yoli says Jacob can't be my friend anymore, and Charlie's like, Who told you that? and she's like, Jacob. <laughs> um, So she goes upstairs and she can hear Charlie on the phone with Billy and Charlie is like finally standing up for her and being like, okay, well, I believe my daughter. And so clearly there is something wrong going on down there. And then, okay, this is fascinating. Charlie says, don't you put this on Bella? Bella's made it very clear all along that she and Jacob were just friends. Well, if that's it, blah, blah, blah. So what Billy has clearly said is like, Bella was leading Jacob on. And Charlie's like, mm, right. no, he wasn't. That means that Jacob would have had to, like, flirt with Bella in front of Charlie. And Bella would have to, like, shut Jacob down. Yeah. And be like, no, Jake, remember, I just want to be friends in order for Charlie to, like, have this information. Because, you know, I Charlie guess. and Bella didn't talk about it.
2: No, but I, I think also true. Charlie would, Charlie might be smart enough to be like, does whatever Bella did, that doesn't mean that Jacob can like assume things about what she wants and
0: no, but be he shitty. says she's made it very clear, it clear all, along, all that along that they were just friends.
2: Yeah, you're
1: right. I love the <laughs> I'm
2: like, that so dynamic is. that
1: that cause like Charlie is also sort of really hinted at having unrequited love still with Renee. Um True. and so He's this happening like with his daughter, and he's like, No, Bella's being very clear, you know, like not sympathizing with the true person in this scenario that most aligns with his own experience.
0: It's very and good. Story. It, it's a real roller coaster with Charlie because sometimes I'm like, I stand Charlie forever. He's the you best know. character in the whole book. And sometimes I'm like, Charlie, that was like kind of fucked up. And I didn't. <laughs> realize it until this reread um there is a part on what is the next page for me where charlie says to billy you got that right those boys set one foot one toe out of line and i'm gonna know about it we'll be keeping an eye on the situation you can be sure of that he was no longer charlie he was chief swan now he is using his position as a police officer to wield like undue influence (laughs) on of reservation, like does he even right. have any authority there? Like, no, right. This is so inappropriate. All cops are bastards. Like, wow. even the good ones, like Charlie, fucking pigs, like are That's ready to turn it around and be like, time to abuse my power. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like up. in defense of Bella, which we appreciate, but he's he can't do that. Yeah, inappropriate. To literally be like, we will be surveying you. So. Uh, Bella's
2: really mad that Billy would say that about her. She feels like whatever secret they're keeping is bigger than she thought because Billy made this sort of like terrible claim about her. Uh, She has another dream where Jacob transforms into Edward. It's really weird. And And then, then. Yeah, that was really weird. Something scratches her window and she wakes up. And I was
0: genuinely terrified. Yeah, I wish I could remember what I thought it was the first time I read the book. But is it time for best sentence, worst sentence? Because that was low-key my best sentence. Wait, that's mine too. <gasps>
2: Wait, what? what's your best sentence? The final sentence of the chapter, Maya. You read
0: it. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Something sharp scraped along the length of my window with a high-pitched squeal, like fingernails against the glass. It's
2: just good. It's taller. It's classic. 6, 8, it's a little cliche, but like you know what, it worked.
0: Yeah, Bella is yeah. like in bed. It's night. It's dark. And now there's a scary noise. Classic it totally worked on me. Page Love turn. It. Exactly. That's what I did. I <laughs> it.
2: Oh right! It like literally worked on you. It
1: literally worked on me.
2: Oh wait! I actually wrote. Uh, I marked something else as my best also. So I'll do this Great. other one. This is when Bella is worrying about Victoria and how even if she gets away, Victoria will follow her wherever she goes. So where I could I go to Renee? Is this yours? You're picking my sentence, yes. <gasps> you're a double.
1: I shuddered at the thought of dragging my lethal shadows into my mother's safe, sunny world.
2: Yep. That's a good wow, one. we're so in tune. Good anyway, metaphor.
1: I, I loved lethal shadows. Yeah, Lethal
2: Shadows shook me. And then, like, Renee totally is, like, safe and sunny, and she's literally in Florida, and it's just, like... I
1: was like, good. And then my worst sentence is, like, two sentences after that, so... (gasps) So, she says, Lethal Shadows, etc. So, then she says... The worry I was eating a hole in my stomach, soon I would have matching punctures, and I just think it's gross, and I can't picture this, and I picture her having punctures in her stomach, I don't know.
2: No, no, the other puncture is the hole in her chest that she talks about literally all the time.
0: <laughs> the problem is the word punctures, because the hole in her chest isn't really a puncture. It's not a puncture, no. It's a missing thing, which she's talked about all the time. Olivia, what's your worst sentence? <sighs>
2: If I told Charlie the truth, he'd have me locked up in a rubber room somewhere. That's not how mental health works. It's mm. not how believing each other works. Don't talk about mental sure health that way. It's just lame.
0: Yeah. Um, we already did my worst sentence. It was- Oh, I the shouldn't one say lame.
2: Charlie.
0: I shouldn't say lame. You're right.
2: There's very Look, It's bad. growing. It's bad.
0: My worst was Charlie being like, I'm going to use my authority as a cop to oppress you. Good um, one hate that <laughs> so what do we do
2: next week one chapter or know. two i don't know well let's say you tell us two I chapters mean, I are I that read good the next two chapters are yeah they're, they're
1: really easy to just go one into the other and they're kind of really linked so i think we should read two hey
2: okay, two chapters we'll be reading chapter 12 and chapter 11 if you're reading along is anybody reading along i don't think so Wait, but if you are 12 you and 13 lost. oh wow really
0: 12 and 13 numbers yeah Numbers go up, Olivia. I'm sorry. Did I say (laughs) 12 and 11? Yeah, you said 12
2: and 11. That's super bizarre. I don't know why I did that. Okay, great. Email us with questions and comments at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the pod, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. You can follow us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and twilightfacepodcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing is by Melissa Shermer. Cover image by Laura Shermer. And our brand new fancy theme music is written and performed
0: by Adrian Mooring. Shout out to our patrons. <gasps> Jillian, Bridget, Joshua, and Asher. Oh, and Melina ah! and Eric. Thanks, guys. We'll be back next week. Oh, and We have to you take like pictures it, of our notes, too.
2: Oh, my God, Melissa.
0: We'll be back next week.
2: (laughs) And if you don't like
0: it. Okay, let me try again. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Olivia, are you going to say bye? Okay. (laughs)